KJAMS 105.3, sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the Morning. How you doing this morning? I hope that this Sunday morning is going easy as your gospel should be. If this is your first time with me, then allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes, because I believe the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. That means here on Kate Jams 105.3, we diving into the nitty gritty. You know, answering the questions that you ask yourself in the middle of the night, like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why did God make me? Well, I believe all the answers to that are real easy because they start with you. The journey getting there, the journey is where it gets tough, where it gets difficult, but that's what I'm here for. As your favorite radio reverend, as the most poppin' podcast pope, oh yes. I'm on all streaming platforms, so that means all you gotta do is type in Preach Easy. That's P-R-E-A-C-H. Put a little space in between, E dot Z. It's so simple, you can even put that in on Google. That'll help you stay up to date and stay tuned in, especially as we dive into the New Year's. And we got a whole New Year set up of new sermons, new series, new conversations, and a whole lot of new new. But y'all knew that because as your favorite radio reverend, I got to keep it spicy. As the most poppin' podcast pope, I got to keep it poppin'. And so today we are answering a question asking How do Christians celebrate New Year's? But before we dive too far in, let's go ahead and give the space on over to the Lord. Let's gather up those issues, those challenges, those situations and problems we've been carrying with us for the past week, the past month. Lord, we've been carrying for the past year. So let's go ahead and give them on over to the Lord now. If you haven't given them on over, if you've been carrying them for too long, now's the time. Just go ahead and we'll exhale them out, breathing them on out. Just take those problems, those issues, those challenges and just (sighs) that's us breathing them out that's you exhaling getting all those issues and challenges off your chest off your back so we can start this brand new year right now that we got those issues those challenges those problems out of here let's breathe on in the blessings the promises the good news and the gospel that the lord has coming up for us the next year this next month lord because we know you're willing and you're able we will take it in the next 30 minutes lord in the next 30 seconds so let's go ahead and breathe on in all those positive blessings promises good news and the gospel that the lord has coming up for us so go ahead and breathe them on in now just and now that we created a space for the lord to move in the groove let's dive right on in we're answering the question today how should christians celebrate new year's eve for many of us if you didn't know new year's was actually celebrated for about five thousand years Originally celebrated in Babylon, continued for many cultures around the world. Despite the culture, the place, the religion, the language, almost every single people's group has some way of restarting their calendar year. Now this could be in March, sometimes it's in January as we celebrate here in America, other times in history's past it was in the fall. But every time, no matter where you go throughout the world, there is this sense of a New Year's, of restarting this calendar, especially when there are major empires. It was a way for humans to organize not only their workloads, not only to measure the time and space and the stars and have a greater understanding of the world that we live in, but it's 
also a fabulous way to manage our own psyches, to keep track of the things that we need to do. Because if you've ever sat around and didn't have nothing to do and you lose track of those days, maybe it was summer break in the last time that you ever didn't have to worry about a date or a time, but it seemed as if you were bored beyond ends. Humans use this measurement of time to kind of assist our psyches, help our psychological so we can stay happy, organized, and still contribute to one another. Even despite all of this, a New Year's or a restarting is rarely found in specific Christian or Hebrew religion. Instead, many of the Hebrew and Christians utilized the New Year's resolutions of the empires that were controlling them at the time. Whether it was Babylonians, the Sumerians, or Rome at the time of Jesus and Paul in the New Testament, all of these major empires used a sense of New Year's resolution. Now for some, this would cause Christians to question, how should we celebrate New Year's? Because New Year's was known, or at least this tradition of restarting the calendar year, was familiar with Jesus, with Paul, with Peter and the rest of the disciples. It may have been known to Moses by the time of Egypt, and it was definitely familiar with all of the judges as they were leading Israel and protecting it from Babylon and Samaria. See, New Year's isn't something new. And in fact, for many people, they may celebrate it through parties or dancing or drinking in excess. The core and the hope, the spiritual foundation of New Year's is so directly tied, similar to Christianity. The idea is simply transformation, growth, being better than we were yesterday or now being better than we were last year. See, the core aspect of New Year's what Christians should focus on. Since the hope and the walk of Christ is pushing us to be better than we were yesterday, New Year's is a time for resolutions, for hoping and aiming that this year will be better, this year will be different, this year will provide the new blessings, the new impacts, the new effectiveness, the new job. Whatever the case may be, this new year will be different. But for Christians, we have this opportunity constantly to be a new person, to be better than we were yesterday. It's what Christ offers to us. We see this in multiple verses, but no verse presents this better than 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And it simply says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, and the new is here. Verse 18 says, All this from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. When Christians ask themselves, how should we celebrate New Year's? We should celebrate it by reconciling. Reconciliation is a perfect time for New Year's. As I said before, Christians have this constant ability to start over, to be born anew as a new creation, the old being gone, our old mistakes, our sins, our problems, our situations, before God and before the kingdom of Christ, we're supposed to be seen as a new, as, as a new creation each and every time we require it or need it. But for the rest of the world, they don't have this blessing, this miracle, this ability. And so what New Year's resolutions do, what the New Year's celebration awards those that aren't 
aren't Christians, it awards them the blessings that many Christians take for granted. It gives them the opportunity to start anew, to reconcile, to have the excuse to be better than they were yesterday. Because for many of us, we simply require the excuse to do different so then we can be different. So what should Christians do? How should we celebrate the New Year's? It shouldn't be by scoffing our nose, concerning ourselves with how people celebrated or praised God or simply were happy to make it one more year. Instead, Christians should be on the prowl. As a kingdom, we should be strategic in our movement and see that this is a time when people, non-Christians, are more open to reconciliation and so we should begin to reconcile. Reconciliation is simply just the making amends, the compatibility of different views or beliefs or people groups. It's not a complete restoration, it's not complete forgiveness, but it is the first step to moving forward. For non-Christians, this is extremely necessary since I said before, we simply need the excuse. The ability to try again, to do something new. And what New Year's does, what reconciliation begins, is it's simply opening the door. It's not forcing forgiveness or repentance down their throat. It's not exasperating the process that forgiveness should be. It should take time. It should be moments and uh, conversations. It shouldn't just be a one-time thing. But reconciliation is that first starter. It's the turning of the key that gets the car going and gets things moving. It's the recognition that we can work together in cooperation for something bigger than ourselves. Maybe it's for our marriage. Maybe it's for our job. Maybe it's for the mission. Maybe it's for the kids. Maybe it's simply for the fact is I don't want to fight with you every single day. Christians should use New Year's as an excuse the same as non-Christians so we can start reconciliation, so that we can teach them the ways, the blessings, the miracles that Christ Jesus affords to us through the sacrifice. Because reconciliation is simply the recognition that we are not the sum of our mistakes, our challenges, and our shortcomings. Instead, we are greater than all of those things. That our experience, that our spirit is more than our flesh. See verse 16 before in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 it says so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view though we once regarded Christ in this way we do so no longer. It repeats and says therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old is gone and the new is here. Reconciliation is simply that belief, that recognition, that even if the person across from me hasn't taken it from Christ yet, their spirit is still able to be greater than their mistakes, that their sins, their shortcomings, their chadas, their missing of the marks, those don't equate to who they are. If God can see all of them, every crook and cranny, every mistake and success, and still look at them and say, I love you and you're worth saving, then us as Christians in this time of New Year's resolutions can look at all those around us, each and every person that may have harmed us or pushed us and say, I can reconcile for the greater good of the kingdom. It doesn't say, mean you have to keep putting yourself in danger. Doesn't mean you have to forgive outright. Doesn't mean that you have to recreate a whole relationship that only brought you down. It simply means you're moving forward. How should Christians celebrate New Year's? Simply they should reconcile. We should take in abundance this opportunity. We should take this excuse Though it may not have occurred within the Hebrew fashion, it may not have occurred in Jesus' culture, 
Many of us aren't even Hebrew. Many of us aren't even from Jesus' culture. And instead, what Christianity does, how it's been able to persuade and pervase all throughout history and across the world, is that it takes the interpersonal relationship that we have with Christ and it influences and changes the perspective of our pagan and non-Hebrew traditions and it puts Christ in the center of them. That's why we have a Christmas tree on his birthday. That's why Easter has eggs. That's why for New Year's resolutions, Christians should seek to reconcile. We should take the excuse and use it to focus on Christ, building the kingdom better than it was yesterday and reminding people that they are better than they were last year. And it is just that easy. This is your favorite Radio Reverend Peach Easy. That was my interpretation of New Year's, how Christians to celebrate it, my interpretation of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Let me know your interpretations, your beliefs, and what your New Year's reconciliations or resolutions are for the next year. What are your hopes, your dreams, your prayers? Let me know down in the comments. Let me know your interpretations. And if you liked any part of this, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and be here for next time. I'll be praying for you till you hear from me again. Signing off.